Welcome to the One Faithful Mom podcast. I'm Jennifer, and as the mom of two little boys, ages two and under, I rely on older moms for wisdom and encouragement, but there's nobody I rely on more than my own mom. Now you can benefit from her experience and godly wisdom just like me. So here's my mom, mother of 10, and may to an ever-growing passel of grandkids, Dawn Mole. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the One Faithful Mom podcast. I'm Dawn Mole, and it is so good to have you here with me today. We are on the second day of a special mini-series on how to homeschool. If you missed yesterday's episode, episode five, then I would encourage you to go back and listen to this, to that episode as I kind of laid out where we're going this week in this five-part mini-series, and I gave you the first step. I'm using the acronym BEGIN for this mini-series, and yesterday we talked about the first step, which was to begin with the end in mind, and I went into some detail about what I mean by that. What I want to encourage you to do if you missed yesterday is before we start, press pause on this episode and click over to onefaithfulmom.com slash begin. And I have created a cheat sheet for you to use as we work through these episodes and as you begin to plan out your homeschool year that you can use one for each child, easy to print out, easy to work through. And you can kind of use this as I work through the steps of how to begin to homeschool this week. And let me just reiterate, this is not just for new homeschoolers. If you've been homeschooling for a while, just a couple of years, or even many years, you know that every year, a lot of it is starting back at the beginning of figuring out what do you need to do this year? What needs to happen? What do we need to cover? What character issues are we working on? What things do I want to have done by the end of this year? So this is not just for new homeschoolers, but this is for all homeschoolers. And frankly, I think some of these steps apply even to people who are not homeschooling. Yesterday's episode on beginning with the end in mind is a great episode even for parents who are not homeschooling, but who are just determined to raise young adults who are responsible and hardworking and who fear the Lord. So I would encourage you to go back and listen to that. And if you've got your cheat sheet ready, if you've got that in front of you, then let's move on to step two. Yesterday was B, and that was begin with the end in mind. And today we're going to talk about the next letter, E, and that is to examine or evaluate strengths and weaknesses. I want to start, like I often do, with scripture And I'm going to actually get my Bible out because I like to read you the verses straight out of the Bible whenever I can. So we're going to be looking at Psalm 139. I bet it's a psalm you're familiar with. And I'm going to read to you verses 13 through 16. It says, For you formed my inward parts. You wove me together in my mother's womb. I will give thanks to you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. 
Wonderful are your works, and my soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the depths of the earth. Your eyes have seen my unformed substance, and in your book were all written the days that were ordained for me, when as yet there was not one of them. I read those verses because I want us to understand as we head into today's section that God has created each of us in a wonderful way. The verses say that we are fearfully and wonderfully made, that he personally knitted us together in our mother's womb. And so as we start looking at our strengths and weaknesses, we need to understand what the Bible says about us. The Bible says that we are like grass that fades away. It says that we are dust. We are weak in our flesh. And so as we go into this, let's understand that God has given each of us gifts and talents, but none of us are good at everything. So we're certainly not going to expect our children to also be good at everything, which is why we're talking about weaknesses too. So let's start talking about how we can evaluate or examine the strengths and weaknesses. I want to say up front, I'm not just talking about your children's strengths and weaknesses. I'm also talking about your strengths and weaknesses because we have them too. And they will come into play as we parent our children, as we homeschool Our weaknesses are some of the things that will pop out when we least expect them. So first, let's look at the children and let's think about their strengths. If you've got your cheat sheet in front of you, um, write down in that box, what are some of the things that your children are good at? Where do they excel? Are they super strong in academics? Are they super strong at sports? Are they, um, do they have like a, a talent in singing or in music? Maybe they play the piano or the guitar. Are they really, really good at working with others? Are they good at organizing or leading? Start to think about each child and jot down on your sheet that I provided for you what some of the strengths are of your child and some of the things they excel at. And then where do they struggle? Do they struggle with reading? Do they maybe struggle with math? Do they struggle with being kind to their siblings? Do they struggle with maybe eating the food you put in front of them? You know your children better than anybody else. So jot down in that box a couple of weaknesses they have. Think of some areas that you think they could use some extra help and ask yourself, are they strong academically, but weak in character? Or are they strong in character, but weak academically? Just take a look at this from several different angles and jot a few notes to yourself on the cheat sheet and get an idea of what each of your child's strengths and weaknesses are. Don't make a list of 20 things. And just in case your child comes across this sheet, I would try to do more strengths than weaknesses. You wouldn't like it if somebody was 
you felt like somebody was picking on your weaknesses. So maybe list three or four strengths that they have and only one or two weaknesses because you can't work on everything at once. And so maybe just pick one or two of those weaknesses to list on the paper. So now that you've got your child's strengths and weaknesses down academically, character issues, gifts and talents, let's talk about you. What about you? What are your strengths and weaknesses? Are you really smart, but you're not very kind? Do you love teaching your children how to do things? Or does the thought of having to teach your children make you really scared or nervous? Is your relationship with your children really strong? Do you feel like you have a strong bond with them? Do they talk to you willingly about things they struggle with? Think about the strengths and weaknesses, not only in yourself, but in your relationship with your child. Do you have a strong relationship? Especially if your children are older, do they feel like they can come to you with anything and not fear what you're going to think or what you're going to say? Do your children trust you? Do you trust your children? If you have a great bond with them and you always have good deep discussions and you know they listen to you, then that is a strength of your relationship. But perhaps you're too impatient. Maybe you raise your voice at them when you know you shouldn't. And so that's a weakness of yours that you want to work on. So maybe, maybe create a a little page for yourself and list some of your own strengths and weaknesses. And again, don't be too hard on yourself. This is not a chance for you to beat yourself up. I know we as moms have a tendency to do that. We could list our weaknesses all day. And have a lot of trouble listing our strengths. So I'm going to encourage you to do the same thing for yourself as you did for your children. List three to five strengths that you have. And if, if you really cannot figure out what they are, ask somebody. Ask your husband. Ask your best friend. Ask your mom. Ask your children. What am I good at? What do you see as my strengths? And I promise you they'll be able to tell you. So list three to five of your strengths and list maybe one or two weaknesses, things that you know you need to work on. Now that you've got those strengths and weaknesses, you've got something that you can build a year on. You've got character issues you know you're going to work on this year. You've got academics you know you're going to need to work on. You're all going to be able to work together to continue to strengthen those strengths and to begin to shore up those weaknesses a little bit. We do not necessarily want to try to turn those weaknesses into strengths because remember, God has made each of us in a very special way and we're not going to be good at everything. So you're not trying to take your child's weaknesses and make them as strong in those areas as they naturally are in their strengths. We just want to shore those up. We just want to shore them up and help our children understand how to start getting better at things that are important, but that we're not good at. 
And this should only be for those important things. If your child isn't good at playing the piano and they don't want to play the piano and they're not talented at playing the piano, then maybe you just should let piano go. I'm talking about character traits, relationships. If college is in your child's future, I'm talking about the academics that are going to matter for that child to get into college. Focus on the important things. And if there is a weakness in one of those crucial areas, then make a plan to start working on those weaknesses this year. I'm not going to dive into curriculum here because that's going to come tomorrow when we talk about the G in BEGIN, which is to gather information. I am so glad you've joined me for this little series this week. I hope that it will be very helpful to you as you begin to plan out a new year of teaching your children at home, or if they're going back to school, of the things you're going to work on with them once they do get home from their school day, because this is truly applicable for you no matter where you are with your children and no matter where they are being educated. Before I go, let me just remind you, if you don't have your cheat sheet and you're not sure what I'm talking about, if you head over to onefaithfulmom.com slash begin, B-E-G-I-N, you can click to get uh, the cheat sheet that I created for you. It'll download straight to your computer and you will get a follow-up email letting you know that it was delivered. So I hope you've enjoyed today's Um, sit down, take a few minutes now, assess the strengths and weaknesses of you and your children. And tomorrow we will start gathering information. So I hope you'll come back and join me then. I'll see you next time, friends. Thanks so much for listening to the One Faithful Mom podcast. For links to anything mentioned in today's podcast, please head over to onefaithfulmom.com for all the show notes. And be sure to follow One Faithful Mom on Instagram. We appreciate you and your desire to build strong and lasting relationships with your children. I hope you'll join us next time as my mom shares more teaching and encouragement to help you in your own journey of motherhood. Music is Blue Dawn, written and performed by my brother, Thomas Mole. And I'm Jennifer. See you next time.